0: Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and the leading producer of quality fertilizer products. This podcast is intended to facilitate the transfer of knowledge for farmers and crop advisors, improving farm profitability and environmental sustainability. Grow the future with Yara. Hello, my name's Ken Rundle and with me today is Philip Cosgrave, Yara's country grassland agronomist. Philip. This is a busy time for all those with grass to manage, but I suppose one of the most obvious things just now is silage. So let's start with that. Where are we?
1: Yeah, a lot of farmers will be quite disappointed with their silage yields to date. We had a very um, growth started quite late in the spring, and a lot of the traditional first cuts that would have been taken in mid-May or towards the the end of May would have been lighter than normal. But those who would have been looking to cut um, earlier on in May actually had pretty good yields. But I guess the 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 shortage of of rain that 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 we've all experienced in that kind of in that may into June period um has really impacted on on second cuts to the extent that you know some um fertilizer applications and second cuts have been delayed and that also goes with with organic manure applications because of the issues around about applying organic manures and the contamination of grass then for that second cut being harvested so uh, I guess from a, a fertilisation point of view, if we're looking at you know looking at uh, at this stage, we're looking at some. Th- it's it's unlikely the third the, three, the third cuts have been taken at this stage because just the, the, the poor growing conditions in in, um, in in June. But I suppose where where we have taken cuts of silage, it's important we're going to um, fertilise for the next cut. Potassium is one thing that if you have got low potassium index soils and um, it's quite important and if you can't get out with organic manures it's quite important anyway to use um, a silage grade fertilizer products with a bit higher and um, with with some potash in it. because basically potash will help you know the grass plant cope with these drier um, conditions and also for for suppose the where in, in where second cuts didn't receive any organic manures you know that'll help replenish soil case also with 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 them for nitrogen applications, you know, for multi-cut systems, we're looking at that, and for that, two units per day or two and a half kg's per day plan for that. Um, and I guess the other thing is to use a, a, an ammonium nitrate based fertilizer because of the low risk of of ammonia loss from them, and they're they're more stable in in in, in those conditions. So overall. You know, if phosphate is required in those low-index situations, I would say put on that. You know, use a, 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 an NPK um, with sulphur. But yeah, but it, it is quite challenging, and I think um, for um, a lot of farmers trying to look at their clamp and looking at at you know the amount of silage that they'd normally have in it, I think um, you know it is going to be a worry. So it's important to fertilise those that next cut um, to try and you know build. Um, you know build yield to make sure because there will be some i suppose generally after a dry period there that we've experienced in that june that we do get a kind of a, a compensatory growth um in those it's stress all round, uh, isn't it
0: it's stress on the grass yes. it's stress on the farmers and it's that to bear in mind hence the the advice on the potash the, the point is you're not dealing with a, a, a grass crop that's just going for it
1: yeah that's it They've, they've found there's a lot of research to say that, you know, if you keep nitrate levels up in the soil, um, it helps actually maintain grass quality um, where and if there's, um, you know, dry conditions, dry soil conditions. I would say it's a good time, Ken, to maybe look back on, you know, your applications to date um, if you've missed applications. But what, what you're looking to do is you're looking to try to, at this stage um, in July, you know, for those aftermaths, it's important to get some some available nitrogen in in, in the form of ammonium nitrate there. Um, get those aftermaths growing quickly so that you can get stock out to grass um, without delay. And I would say that, you know, do a, a, an exercise on the back of an envelope and, and look at what the offtakes may have been in the previous silage um, cuts. So you're looking at um, for, you know a ton of, 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 of 30% grass of, of, you know, if if you've, you're taking fresh weight in a, in a ton of silage, um, you're talking about two, 2.3 kgs of, of phosphate and around about 10 kgs of, of, of K2O coming off in a, in a a ton of, of grass for silage. Now, for those of, of, of you listening in, in, in the South of Ireland, well, that's more like a, a, um, for elemental phosphorus, it's a kg of phosphorus or around about eight and a half kgs of of, of, of potassium. So there's significant offtake. So it's a good opportunity now to actually use um, a, a product and replace some of that potash where you think it's it, it needs replacing, or you know, for that matter, phosphate as well.
0: There's a tendency to forget that uh, every crop you take off is also take the nutrients, not just the, the value of the crop to the stock.
1: Yeah. And if we look at, we take the difference between, I suppose, the offtakes from, from, from silage uh, and grazing. So you, have two, you, you take off two and a half times more phosphate where you take silage and 10 times more potash um, in comparison to, to grazing when we're taking silage off. So it's important to, you know, to balance the books.
0: Sulfur is something you haven't mentioned so far, but it, uh, most soils in the UK and across Ireland as well are deficient in sulfur to some extent. So what's your advice on that?
1: Well, we're looking at, as, I suppose, a, a full season response to sulfur. Um, we're not getting the sulfur that we used to get in the, in the past through uh, atmospheric deposition. Um, and the other thing we, we have to take into account is that in a lot of instances, we're growing more grass, we're managing grass better. So that puts a higher requirement for, for soil sulfur. And I guess we have to treat the, the you know, the, the, the grass takes up sulfur in sulfate form. And I suppose it's important that the fertilizer we use, that the sulfur is in it in sulfate form. But sulfate um, is, is very much like nitrate in the soil in that if you over apply sulfur, you can't carry that sulfur until... Onto next season because it's it it will be leached out of the soil profile over the winter months. So you know at YAR we talk about this little and often approach that you feed the plant as 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 the plant requires it. So we have I suppose we have chosen that most of our grades now have sulphur in them for that matter. So you're you're continually feeding the plant with that sulphur that it requires, and we see that sulphur you know it it helps in 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 utilising nitrogen more efficiently. But you know and that's giving back I suppose greater yield per kg of nitrogen that's applied but also um better quality so you know, where we tend to see where we see defi- sulfur deficient swords we see um you know lower protein levels so it's important to keep that up and i suppose what happens now is that with, the, with our with the warm soils we've had above average soil temperatures for this time of the year but a lot of the mineralized sulfur has actually kind of come and gone um so, uh, and that we've seen that in, in, in trials that we've carried out in, in, in Northern Ireland, in, in Afby and Loch Gaulle where um, we can see that kind of a, a peak in, in sulfur mineralization. And then when we get into July and August, we see the, um, the actual mineralized sulfur decreasing. So it's important to keep that topped up with mineral with applications.
0: Are there any reminders for the intensive grazing guys, the people who are working hard on maximizing their grass use?
1: I suppose whether you're intensive grazing or you're or you're more extensive. I suppose the um, the intensive grazers out there, you know, you still have a lot of, of of rounds to go, still a lot of grass to be grown, you know, into into we hope into September, October. But I suppose it's important to to you know to uh, once at, at this time and going into August that we're we're looking at actually you know building grass on the farm into August you know and and apply i suppose fertilizer to build um grass going into this you know into this august period because i'm often asked about you know applying nitrogen you know in in september and and you know even into the end of september where it's allowed and really the response to nitrogen applications are less at that stage so You know, you get a far, you get far more, I suppose, uh, kgs of dry matter for for a a kg of nitrogen applied in August than you will in the end of September into October. So we can build grass. Grass will maintain its quality in August time, and and then we can we can allocate that grass then as we go out into into late autumn.
0: Philip Cosgrave, thank you very much, and that's all we've got time for. But don't forget, our next podcast goes live on the twenty third of July when we'll feature potatoes. Join me. Ken Rundle, then. Thanks for listening to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. For more information, visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie.